Welcome to Not My Rabbit Hole at Midnight. I'm Terry Joyce, and today is uh, April 24th. No, actually, it's April 23rd right now at 11.38. I'm starting the show a little bit early, but we'll cross into midnight, uh, and this episode will be taped by <laughs> midnight uh, on April 24th at 12 a.m. All right, so sometimes I like to start uh, a little bit early. Um, Instagram is telling me that I have uh, people, um, that they're notifying people to join me on this uh, particular uh, apocalyptic rant uh, tonight. Uh, but I'm just going to go ahead and get started with uh, talking, uh, regardless of who is reacting to me in real time here tonight. Um, I know that, that uh, some of, a lot of you are actually uh, watching my uh, IGTVs here on Instagram. I really appreciate it. Uh, I'd also like to, to direct you to, um, I'm also on YouTube at Not My Rabbit Hole, so please uh, like my uh, YouTube channel. I'll probably go back on some of these videos and add the links to it. Also, check me out on Anchor, where I have my podcast on Anchor. And, oh, look at these little tapey things they're showing here. Oh, that's tacky. I need to cut those off. Why do they ha I guess they have these little things because they, you hang your, I mean, for those of you who can't see what I'm doing, because I'm on Instagram right now, for those of you who can't see what I'm actually uh, pulling at, and you're just listening to the audio version of this on Anchor or Spotify or Google Play or any one of those other channels, um, I'm pulling on those little things, like women, you know when you have those things on your outfits that, you know, kind of have a little loop on them, and I guess like that's where they put the hanger on. Are we supposed to cut those off? Did I... Did I miss something in my education on, on what to do with my uh, clothing, uh, really? Okay, so uh, today has been uh, a very interesting day. It, w it wouldn't surprise me, actually, if, uh, you know, Instagram was actually shadow banning me right now uh, from people actually even seeing uh, what I'm saying at the moment. Uh, I know that sounds paranoid, all right? Uh, and, 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 and go ahead and criticize me if it does. But today has been a really interesting day, and I'm going to explain it to you what happened with YouTube. Um. Okay, I uploaded a video a long time ago. I was doing this series on my other, my first, my first um, YouTube channel, which is, uh, you know, it, it says Freedom of Joyce on it, um, but it's, you know, Terry Joyce. Oh, here, somebody's joined me. Hello, P uh, PK, uh, PKS Blue. Thank you for being here. I'm going to give you a little wave. This is my uh, podcast that I tape at midnight uh, every every you know every Friday night uh, for my uh, podcast on Anchor. Actually, uh, it's not quite midnight. I have started a little bit early, but I figure if I kind of go into the midnight hour, it 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 carries on. Um, ha ha. Oh, hello. I, I had to put my glasses. Like you said, ha ha. And I read, you know, it's hello, but I read ha ha. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about th the focus of my uh, broadcast tonight is uh, that I've been going through some YouTube censorship, uh, which uh, a lot of people have been experiencing uh, now. Nice to meet you, too. Oh, thank you. You gave me a little, the little heart eyes. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, we're just by curiosity. Uh, where where are you from? Uh, are you are you in the United States? Um, 
I, I, I'm, I'm curious. Actually, somebody here on Instagram today sent me a message earlier and said hugs from Portugal. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. And by, and, and that, this, that's the good thing about social media, you know, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Love from India. Wow. Love from the United States. So, uh, you know, I hope, hope you're well. I, I know that, uh, India has also been having a hard time uh, with the virus and everything. So I hope that you guys are are uh, weathering through all of this like we are in the United States. Uh, I'm actually in uh, California and I live in Los Angeles County. That's all. That's all I'm going to say exactly where I'm at. But I'm 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 in the belly of the beast. And uh, I was I was talking about um, the, like the main focus uh, tonight that I want to talk about is YouTube. YouTube's been censoring uh, a lot of people. And one of the things that I got censored on was something that I was doing a series called Facebook Mondo Trash Show. And what I would do is I would take the videos that were either shared on Facebook or the videos that were, um, you know, sent by private IM message. Uh, and, and it seemed like there was so much censorship going on uh, on uh Oh, thank you for giving me the hearts. Um, it's, it seems that there was so much uh, censorship going on, going on. Oh, it's so nice. I'm, I'm, there's so many hearts coming. I really appreciate that. That's so sweet. Um, there was so much censorship going on Facebook. <laughs> there's even more hearts. Uh, there was so much censorship going on Facebook uh, that people weren't sharing uh, things on their timeline. They were they were sharing them private, privately. And I, I am messaging. This was uh, from a director named John Paul Rice. Uh, he was the producer of a film called A Child's Voice. And uh, that film was about child trafficking. Hi, 420 Comic. Hey, Jeffrey Peterson. Thanks for being here. Jeffrey Peterson and I uh, actually started the dope show out of the Ice House Comedy Club in the Annex. And we've done several shows. He's the 420 Comic. And uh, I'm glad I'm glad you're here. Jeff, the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Well, I'm I, you know, this is part of my my podcast anyways. But the, re the topic of is the censorship that I've been going through with YouTube. What I've done, and I'm pretty sure you probably know about this. Uh, John Paul Rice is a director and a producer who did a film called A Child's Voice. And it was about child trafficking. And he also talked about Hollywood. And uh, the video that went viral was, uh, was, was about his discrimination, how Amazon took down his video. Now, you can watch it on Vimeo and you can pay for it there. And by the way, I am going to watch it now for sure. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going to just go ahead and get the uh, watch the video. But. The, the the thing is, is that he made this video, he talked about the discrimination, and he told people, go ahead and copy this and share it and put it in your social media. So I caught, all this was, Facebook Mondo Trash Show was just a, a collage of videos that people posted on Facebook. I edited them together. I didn't use you do any narrative. It was all just, you know, sequence, sequence. Well, this one was just him. Just him talking about this. This video has been re-uploaded. I found another. I thought found another version of it on YouTube. All right, uh, today, 
And um, all of a sudden, I wake up this morning, and you know, like how you're sleeping, or you're, or you hear that ding, that little notification that you got an email, and you just know, oh, this one's not good. Like it just has a different sound to it. And last night, while I was sleeping, I woke up, I heard that little ding, and I was like, oh, should I look at it now, or just wait until the morning and see, like what, what that, what that is. You know, like, 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 why were, like, let me sleep. Cause I know it's going to, I know it's going to suck anyways. Like whatever that, whatever that notification was, it's not going to be good. Let me just face it after I've had some sleep. So I noticed it. Yeah. I got a YouTube uh, strike uh, on that. Not, not for copyright or anything like that. I got a YouTube strike for cyber harassment, for harassment and cyberbullying. I couldn't believe it. Like how, like, oh, first of all, it, how is it, how is it when you, uh, if you re-upload a video about a, a, a film producer and an actor and a director who, who makes a movie called A Child's Voice and it's about child trafficking, which really exists in the world. All right. It's not like it's just something that's just made up. It does exist. All right. And you might not, you know, it, you know maybe you'll argue, oh, well, Booinon talked about it or, you you know, the, you know, oh, is it that pizza parlor stuff? No, I'm not talking about that. Yeah, you, you, you can, you, you know, maybe it's wrong to just go, oh, it's just the deep state and it's just some theory. But this thing, this activity actually really exists in the world. All right. And what is wrong with doing a film that is talking about that? I just don't understand it. Just explain to me how this is who who's being bullied by this who's being bullied by the fact that you that 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 you're sharing information or you're or, or you're creating even a fictional story of all the gross things that we can watch on film and television all the gross things that we see in the national news and 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 you can't do a film about this particular topic without being taken down from Amazon Prime and me as a content provider on YouTube, I can't re-upload the very producer talking about his censorship on Amazon Prime. Like what kind of world have we really come to? Okay. All right. Anyways, I'll get off my higher horse about that for a second. Um, the, pem the, pe the, the Pimenta Kerala joined. Hi. Great to see you here. Okay, so there's a couple more minutes before we get to midnight. So this is at uh, Not My Rabbit Hole at Midnight here at Instagram. I always uh, tape here first, and I take this footage, and I put it on my YouTube channel too as well, and I premiere it there. It goes up on Anchor. It goes up on Spotify. It goes up on different places. I also have a blog site called NotMyRabbitHole.com. If you want to give me a donation there, you can. <laughs> I've got a donate bucket button so and support uh, the work that I'm doing. So yeah, it's been a very frustrating 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 day for me in terms of YouTube. Can you say YouTube video name? Okay, the okay, let me let me um I'll let you Okay, let me let me here. Something good did, did happen though. That I still have hope. I appealed it. I appealed the video and then and 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 then uh and then it got denied, all right? And then and then I did something, I did something uh on Twitter because if you do at team YouTube, you can get their attention sometimes and sometimes they will uh, respond. 
and this happened. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to read to you, uh, and, and then, and then I'll be able to tell you what the title of this video was that I had. Okay. Um, let me, let me go to my Twitter really quick. Just give me a moment here. Um, where is it? All right. Okay. So I sent, I sent this, I sent my actual, um, you know, form out to YouTube. I took a screenshot, right. And, and, and the, and I said, here, here's what YouTube, you know, sent to me after I did my appeal. You guys, if you have a YouTube channel, you've, you've seen this before. Uh, hi, Terry Joyce. We reviewed your appeal for the following content video, Facebook Mondo Trasho, independent filmmaker, John Paul Rice, the sacredness of children. I said the sacredness of children. I don't know why I quoted that, but the movie, the film is called a child within, I mean, a child's voice. All right. Uh, we, we reviewed your content carefully. They carefully reviewed my content. All right. Not AI, which I thought maybe sometimes I think when you do have it reviewed, it's just AI listening because there is software that does that, by the way. Uh, a lot of times I, I, I read an article about this. I've already I've already done a, I've done a video about the research of how YouTube will actually use AI to to determine and review your videos. So. Uh, we reviewed your content carefully and have confirmed that it violates our harassment, threats, and cyberbullying policy. We know this is probably disappointing news. No shit. No shit is disappointing. All right. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. How about a safe place for children that might be trafficked? I mean, like, where, where, where do you, you know, where do you go with this? All right. How this affects your channel. We don't, we won't be putting your contact because, no, wait, we won't. We won't be putting your content back up on YouTube. Like, no shit, right? If your appeal was for a warning, you will not be given another warning in the future. If your appeal was for a strike, well, then you're fucked. No, I'm kidding. Okay. If your appeal was for a strike, the strike will remain on your channel. <laughs> And then I say, oh, this strike will remain on your channel. You can find more information about warnings and strikes at the YouTube Help Center. Now, I hope my attitude right now about reading about this doesn't really affect their change of mind, right? <laughs> Maybe they won't see this Instagram, all right? But then, oh my God. Okay, see, okay, this is what I wrote. Like, I showed the screenshot, and then this is what I tweeted. Can you hear my tweet? <laughs> Please say movie name. Okay, the movie name, I called it Fate. Oh, the movie name is called A Child's Voice. That's the name of the movie, and you can you can watch it on Vimeo. You can it's like $3.99 on Vimeo. That's the name of the movie. And I'm gonna do a recap. Like I'm doing this video, and then I'm gonna do a follow-up video next week to tell you what happened and and and, and say what the movie was like. We'll be right back with more Not My Rabbit Hole the Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Not My Rabbit Hole, the podcast. So it, it, the history of Caltech, the history of, of uh, in Pasadena and, and how it's influenced NASA and everything else that's going on uh, is, is it's a big deal. Anyway, Jack Parsons and his partner, now I'm forgetting his name, the, the one that legitimately went to uh, Caltech, 
he was Jack Parsons was the visionary, and again, uh, he never he never you know he never stopped got off course really like he would do whatever job he needed to worked at the uh, at the uh, chemical factory while he was like kind of just he he was ex out in the middle of, of of like you know parts of LA where you could you know around Pasadena or Aurora Seco or whatever like they they he would literally they literally put put up a tent and have these rogue scientists working on the fringe doing something that nobody believed could be possible and yet they would uh they would convince people you know with their with their math and their science and everything like that and and and, and doing all these test rockets showing that it was possible to maybe make a rocket that could go to the moon that was that was the visionary right and um so this is and as as Jack Parsons is doing this, he has a neighbor that um that is kind of strange and his name is Ernest and for a long time you don't see his wife. And Ernest is is part of uh Thelema. And he ends up following Ernest to, uh, to like, you know, he need, you know, to uh, a ritual basically. And a lot of the Th Thelema stuff was, was had sex. It was all, all about sex and, um, sex magic, uh, and, and everything. And then, and then they had a philosophy, right? It was like, you know, because it was Aleister Crowley, like, you, you know, there, the magus that was there would have, and again, this is a series on CBS. So they're showing this. And Ridley Scott, uh, you know, was was producer, so they're really showing this. You know, they're it, it's it's um some of it's very sexual. Some of the series is 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 very you know and uh, and so Jack Parsons peeks in and sees like this ritual taking place and kind of freaks out about it. His wife at the time was basically pretty much frigid. Like she pretty much didn't believe that you should have sex only to have children. And she came from a very Catholic uh, family, very religious family. And her father, a, a, prominent in Pasadena, um, I believe he was a, um, a collector, like a bill collector, you know. And, um, but he, as the series goes on, I'm going to give you a little spoiler alert, but he ends up being, uh, was a molester to his own daughters. All right. Cause there's a younger daughter too. Historically. Okay. Jack Parsons in the end. All right. Um, ended up divorcing the first wife. She becomes part of Thelema. She has an affair with the Magus because they only they always have the main wizard, the main sorcerer that's you know basically ascended before everybody else. And what's interesting too is the word of ascension, you know, because because when they're when they're doing their ceremonies or when they talk, they go, okay, which is Aleister Crowley, do what thou thou wilt, uh, love under will, you know, uh, and then uh, and then they and then they do this thing and they do like a like a triangle over the heart kind of thing and go and then they go and your ascension. So I thought it was interesting that the word ascension comes out because uh, a lot of the new age uh, UFO type of media that's out there, right? You know, because because this whole thing, you know, with L. Ron Hubbard and, you know, and this whole, you know, the rocket scientists and then the 
um, you know, um, then you get to Area 51 and you get to, uh, I'm, 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 I'm off the series for a second. I'm just talking, I'm just giving some facts <laughs> of, of where, where this goes. All right. Um, there's a place called, um, the Integratron. All right. It, you go out to California, uh, farther out towards Indio, I believe it is. And, um, that was built by a guy named George Van Tessel. All right. And there, and his nephew, I I interviewed his nephew. His nephew, and the nephew's name is Chad Meek. Chad Meek wrote a book called Giant Rock. This is also based on something that happened. And apparently, um, George Van Tessel had contact with extraterrestrials that gave him a design to make the Integratron. It's there, but it never finished being built. And it's called the Integratron because it's it's designed where you can go inside of it and your body is supposed to heal in many ways, like the vibrations or whatever it does to you. And you're not supposed to charge any money from it. Like the aliens, apparently, the extraterrestrial races that gave him the design for it said that it could, it, 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 it was, it was, I guess like karmically, you know, like spiritually, you don't take money for, for the healing of it. And it was supposed to make your life live longer. You had like, you could live like 300 years and it's, it rejuvenates you, the Integraton. Okay. So Howard Hughes put money, he was financing this and then George Van Tessel, Tessel died mysteriously right before he's going to finish it. But you can still go there, and a lot of people pay a lot of money to go there. So now it's being charged. But I went there one time. I took pictures and footage, and I went there out there with Chad Meek. I should probably re-highlight this on my channel because it's kind of whatever. But um, at, that, at one time, the reason why I'm bringing it up, at one time... Um, all the people like L. Ron Hubbard, like all these people that were like following this other type of even kind of a cult belief, right, would go out to Giant Rock and they had all these people and, 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 and groups and meetings and people writing books because it was like, because it, it's, it's partly like an, a, a religion. It's like an, it's like another belief of what of what the reality our reality is and so you know the whole ufo thing has has a a, a genre of occultism and i find it interesting that pasadena of all places has a and 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 that the are the most major tech you know well they poo-pooed it, you know like caltech didn't want to be associated with it and blah 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 but but there's there's this crossover with space, the space industry, and an Aleister Crowley influence. Now, the thing that's interesting also I want to bring up in the movie. Are you guys still with me? I know there's at least one person watching. Okay. Let's see. What, what are you saying? Uh, let me see. Kate, uh, Casey Midtown Artist, you are making me want to watch this show you're talking about. Oh, I hope you do. It's worth it. It's understated, okay? And I'm pissed off that there's not more than one season. I, now, again, watching the second season, okay, they did kind of, the plot kind of starts to focus a lot more on what's going on with Thelema, right? But, but if it were to, I can see where if it were to continue in what was going on at that time, I think you would have to go there with it. All right. 
Um, it's really, it's really, it's, it, 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 it kept me going. Like I, ha I have to say, oh, I like, oh, see Mina nine, four, five. I look great. You look great. Love your hair and makeup. Oh, thank you, Mina. Thank you for commenting on my hair and makeup. I, I should have, I don't know. You might not still be here right now, but I, I appreciate that. I did do my hair today. I, I did. I kind of, I did a, I have a large, um, curly, like a, a large, um, tumbler, you know, to do like bigger waves. Thanks. I appreciate that. I, I, that's not, it's nice that you noticed that. Cause I did, I did kind of fix up for the show tonight. <laughs> I figure why not? Right. You know, it's not every, it's not every day that you're going to come on Instagram and do a podcast. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Okay. So a couple things I want to point out before I end on this one is that, um, about how the military, uh, dominated their work for a while because of the fact that before they can get the rocket to go up, the rocket could go and be a bomb or come out of a plane or whatever. So the whole propulsion of, of, of an explosion was, was funded by the government when World War II broke out and they really wanted to know their knowledge. That's how they really got in was it became, it, it was, it was a war funding and Aleister Crowley, of course, was a um, heroin addict, right? And and but Aleister Crowley was popping up in 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 Jack Jack's life, all right, Jack Parsons' life. And um, Aleister Crowley was like, "You're gonna really, you're gonna change history. Like, you're gonna be one of those people. That's why, you know, that's why he wanted him to be part of of uh, the Thelema Society." And I think he and I think Aleister Crowley liked that um, possibility of like going to the moon and all this kind of stuff. There was this thing that he was kind of mentoring Jack Parsons to the point that Jack Parsons became a Magus himself, meaning that the old Magus got kicked out because he fucked his wife. OK, I didn't tell you that part because, you know, but the one Magus like, you know, shopped the pootie and then uh, and then Jack Parsons shopped the pootie of her sister. Okay, because the sister, the younger sister, started being like more believing in him. Because you know how, like, uh, when a when a when a woman believes in a man, yes, you can be a rocketeer. Yes, you are the Magus. Yes, you can do it. Yes, get rid of these people. You know, she became his like right hand woman, and his wife ran off with the other Magus and got pregnant by him. And at the end of like series two, he's like, he's like, you know, she's pregnant. She's wearing a black dress, and they're doing a big ceremony money because you are the goddess and then like freaking jack parsons comes out no sh no you ain't bitch get out get down i'm the magus <laughs> I, it wasn't like that i'm doing my own version of it but it was kind of like that it was like and this really happened like if you look if you read wikipedia he chucked his first wife and then <laughs> married the sister that's a fact all right, that is a fact. And they lived on Orange Grove Boulevard and they did their thing. And now JPL, JPL still exists today. And I know people from JPL. But here's another thing I want to bring up Aleister Crowley was considered a threat uh, to the United States because of the fact that the, he, apparently he was maybe MI5 or something like that. Like he would not give his allegiance over to the United States. And in the series, all right, which I didn't really realize because a lot of people, you know, when they talk about Aleister Crowley, you know, it gets really dark, right? And I'm not going to, you know, sacrificing humans and this and that and blah, 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 blah is like, you know, what you hear. 
uh, and that's Satanism and it's like, you know, all these awful things. And I'm not saying that they're, it's not okay. But there's one part where, um, oh God, what am I doing here? Oh, come on. Stop that. Um, what, what happened? Okay. Um, there's this one part I didn't want it right there. Why is it doing that? Okay. There's this one part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fiddling with the with the camera here and the messages. There's this one part where um you know they they talk about how you know he's he's not uh fitting in with you know like they they they're making they think he's a traitor. Okay, so, but there's one part where Aleister Crowley says something about he keeps calling them they. And he goes and he goes who are they? And he and and, and you know not necessarily the United States or whatever because he goes the people he goes, Alistair Crowley goes, every single war, because you're working for the war machine. Every single war is a sacrifice to their gods. Like the wars that we have, the reason why we have war is because they're sacrificing to their gods. And it was like, and, and, and it was like, and, 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 and Alistair Crowley was like telling the Jack Parsons character, like, you got to get yourself out of that and create the rocket. Cause that's, what's going to change things. Like as if, if, as, as if the, the sacrifice was wrong. And then yet when you people study Crowley or they, or they talk about Crowley, you know, they say, well, that's the end of their religion anyway. So I don't know. It's, it, it was interesting how the, how Ridley Scott, uh, decided to 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 produce it. Um, the actor is Jack Rayner, and I want to make a mention on him too. He's an Irish actor, and he also did a film called Midsummer, which was um, you know I, I think it was it was probably I don't know if it was an Irish film, but it was like it, it looks it, most of the actors were European in it, um, and that's also about occultism, like a group of people, like he gets invited with him and his girlfriend with a friend of theirs, and they think it's like a Bernie Man thing, but it's really an initiation to join them. And and his character, Jack Rayner's character, ended up being the one that was sacrificed, like a like a like a wicker man. It's kind of like a a wicker man um, movie, modern day that came out. So it's kind of interesting that that particular actor has been in two major things that have that deal with the occult, like playing Jack Parsons. Anyway, I want to get the book now because it stopped off at L. Ron Hubbard and I had to find out the rest of the story. I'm very curious about what happened in the Pasadena. And uh, one last thing, the Anthenium, Anthenium in Pasadena is an area where, you know, you had to have, you had to have, a, you had to be invited to be there. Like you couldn't just, you had to be a person of re renown to, to be able to dine there. And, um, they always rejected Jack Parsons. Like they'd invite him and then they'd say, well, no, you're not, you're not, you don't go to Caltech. You're not a real scientist. You don't have a degree, so you can't be here tonight. And they'd exclude him, kind of humiliate him. And, um, in Pasadena, I used to wait on the Republicans for many years. There was this group at the table that were Republicans and the rest of the waitresses couldn't stand them. 
I, I, I waited on everybody. Like I, 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 anybody that anybody didn't, Ooh, they're weird. I go, Oh, I'll wait on them. You know, I mean, it's, I, you know, and so for some reason, the Republicans liked me and I'm not really sure exactly who the Republicans were, what their thing was in Pasadena, but I did get invited as time went on and I was doing stand up. They asked me to do a show at the Athenium. I actually was invited there. And they were somebody I think was like retiring or they were celebrating them or honoring them. And then uh, I came in, uh, they introduced me as something else. I pretended a whole part, like I duped them. Like I, I was like, like a roast, you know, but they weren't expecting it to be a roast. But I went up straight at first and then, and then it got really, then it, then it all of a sudden people started to realize that it was like funny. And um, that's my experience. So I, at the time, I didn't realize what a prestigious place it was. And so now I really feel kind of like, wow, I, I actually got to go inside there and, you know, I was invited there. So uh, anyway, <laughs> for whatever that's worth, um, when I saw the, the series and I saw different parts of Pasadena that they shot and stuff like that, I go, oh, I know where that's at. And I know where that's at and blah, 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 blah. And, it's very stylized and it's it's a period piece so all the cars are cool and uh so so uh Casey Midtown artist I hope you like it and if you come back and and when I continue and, and follow up on this because I'll probably talk about Jack Parsons some more I I'm I'm gonna do more research you know I I, I gotta figure out what's what's what happened back in in history there and the the whole um rocket scientist stuff, you know, was kind of exciting. And the fact that he was a visionary, no matter how you, you break it down, he was one of those people that made something happen that they, that nobody else thought was possible. And, and that's kind of really cool. Kind of like Steve Jobs, right? Steve Jobs, you know, and he was working in his garage. Like, like he created his stuff in his garage and so did Steve Jobs. There's something about doing something in garages that make, make history, make things change. All right. And on that note, it is midnight right now. So uh, I made it to the midnight hour. And this is uh, not my rabbit hole at midnight. And I appreciate you guys for being here. And um, also, let me uh, say... Uh, I am on Anchor, all right? So if you want to listen to just the audio version of this, please visit me on Anchor. Also, if you want to support my work uh, on Anchor, there's a little tab um, I, I put out there that you can be a subscriber if you want, but that's a whole other thing. I'll go into that later. And um, I have my blog, uh, my blog site is notmyrabbithole.com and I also have a Not My Rabbit Hole YouTube channel. So please check that out. And also I'm on Facebook as, as Terry Joyce, T-E-R-E Joyce. I know you're looking at me here on Instagram, but I also have a Facebook page. So uh, go ahead and uh, give me a, a friend request. I'd like to have a friend request from people, from men that, you know, aren't wearing uh, military uniforms. You know, that's not their picture. And they say, I'm widowed. And like, I'm, I go, why does everybody like want to be with me? You know, uh, gives me a friend request and they're, they're all, they're all widowed. Like, well, what did they do to their wives? you know um another thing i want to say uh about uh, before i go before i go uh johnson and johnson uh they uh, they lost me a baby powder all right that's all i'm saying on that and one last thing i want to say that like you know when you're on facebook and they have those little advertisements the wish stuff i actually saw a wish pad 
that you can put in your pants that look like the camel toe. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. It's like, you know, usually you're trying not to have a camel toe. You know, if you, if you put a pair of pants on that's like, you know, you have a, like, I, I've like taken, I've, I'm like, no, I'm not wearing these because I'm not going to walk around with a camel toe. Oh, anyway, on that note, I want to say good night. So hopefully, hopefully you guys all are doing good and I'll see you next time. All right. Take care.